Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 349. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, I want to help answer a very specific question. Is this relationship for real? Specifically, a romantic relationship, but I suppose this could be any relationship. But that's the question. Uh, It's a universal one. I think it's one we're all faced with at some point in our lives. Is this relationship for real? Or is it forced? Or is it just dragging on because it's comfortable? Does it only exist because it's comfortable? Because it's better than being alone? Because neither person wants to start over? Whatever it may be. But that's the question. Is this relationship for real? And it's the ultimate question in dating because it's a question we're faced with really every single time we date someone. And I've found that in dating... There are generally, like I would call it two outcomes, again, generalizing here, two outcomes after three dates or so. After three dates, if you get that far, you're likely going to have one of two reactions. One is you're going to be like, nope, this person is definitely not for me. We don't click. We tried, but it's a no. It's going to be a no for me, dog. You could be like that, or you could be like, yeah, all right, they're nice, we get along, there's nothing wrong here, let's keep going, let's keep exploring, right, more or less, right, just trying to create two categories here, and once you're in that second category, that's where you're faced with starting to need to address this question, is this relationship for real or not, is this relationship heading in a direction that's for real or not, that's the question, and You know, as we get older, we become tempted to look at relationships through the lens of, you know, nothing is wrong with it, so it's got to be good, right? 
Like we tend to think that the lack of red flags means that it's good. It's real. Finally, right? There's no red flags. The basics are here. Chuck, chuck, chuck. Good to go. But obviously, you know, that's no way to look at a relationship. But as we get older or as we simply become more and more frustrated with dating, we tend to head head in that direction. Nothing wrong here. So it's got to be good. They're nice. They're funny. They're reliable. Sounds like a a five-star relationship to me, (laughs) right? But as I always say, there are plenty of nice, funny, reliable people in life. That is the bare minimum. You deserve those things, but that is the bare minimum. The bar is that low. And I think we need to remember that. We need to remember where the bar is so that we can look at everything through a higher standard. And today I want to give you a higher standard question that I always ask myself. It's a question that I think will help you answer the question of, is this relationship for real or not? It's like, <laughs> let me let me answer your question with another question. <laughs> like, I, I always think it's funny. I have a weird sense of humor. I think it's funny. If someone asks me a question that I'm not equipped to answer, I think it's funny to be like, yeah, that's, that's a, it's a really good question and, uh, you know, it deserves a really good answer. <laughs> and then I'll just kind of leave it there. But in this case, I think I can actually equip you to answer this question in some way. The question of, is this relationship for real? Is this relationship for real or is it just okay? Is it kind of forced? Is it just a transitional relationship? Whatever. So that's what I want to talk about briefly today. One question to ask yourself. And I'll get right into it. Quick reminder that if you're looking to support me, um, you might notice I don't do ads on the spot on the on the podcast, unlike you know, 99% of other podcasts. So if you appreciate that fact and you appreciate the vibes that I have here, all I ask is that you share the podcast. Just send the link to a friend, tell them to check it out. They might like it. And that's it. That's the love you could show me if you're looking for a way to support me. But seriously, as always, thank you for tuning in. It means the world to me uh, that you listen. But this topic here, is this relationship for real? Um, As always, uh, I Googled this to see what people think about this question. Uh, It's definitely not a unique question that I came up with. Uh, And there's lots of great articles on the subject. Uh, And here's one I'm looking at right here. (laughs) I'm looking at it right now. It says, the title, 10 signs this relationship is for real. And there's a list of 10 simple things. The relationship is for real. If you feel supported, if you feel understood, if you feel appreciated, if you feel comfortable, if you feel heard, if you feel beautiful, um, you know, uh, I can kind of vibe with the point about being understood. I think that's big. So kudos to that point. But the others kind of make me scratch my head. Like that's the, the measuring stick for whether a relationship is real or not, whether you feel beautiful, whether you feel appreciated, whether you feel heard. Like, yeah, of of course, those are legit, but those are bare minimum. Those are bare, 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 bare minimum. And even then those are tough because in the beginning of a relationship, those need to be there 100%. Like both people are on their best behavior. So you better believe that you're going to feel those things and you're likely going to reciprocate those things. So like I see advice like that, not bad advice at all, but I think we need to look beyond that. I think we need to be a little bit more intentional. I think we need to look less at how that person makes you feel about them and more about how they make you feel about you. (laughs) Like seriously, like ultimately that is the measure for whether a relationship is real or not, whether it's real to you. It's about how you feel about you, 
how the relationship enhances your relationship with you. Like, I really, really do believe this. A a real relationship is like 50% about your relationship with them, what they bring to the table, how they enhance your life. But it's also a big 50% about your relationship with you, how their presence in your life enhances or detracts from your relationship with you. It's the, the ultimate question of, do they make you love yourself more or not, right? I'm sure we've heard that advice. But that's the question. Do they make you love yourself more or not? Do they make you appreciate yourself more or not? Do they make you understand yourself more or not? Like just flipping the points in that article away from them and onto you. I think that's how we need to approach this question. Does their presence in your life make you appreciate yourself, listen to yourself, love yourself, and so on? Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 0 grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. I think if you're only looking at measures for your interaction with them, do they listen to you? Do they appreciate you? Do they understand you? And so on. That's great. That's a great starting point. That's 50%. But I think you're missing out on the other 50%, which I would argue is 51%, I would say, your relationship with you. And that's what I want to focus on here. The question I'll talk about is encouraging you to look at that 50%. Do they make you love yourself more? Do they encourage you to listen to yourself more, understand yourself more, and so on? That 50% is so, so important. Because 
yeah, a, a real, a real, we're talking about real relationship here is it's supposed to offer all those great complimentary things in, in life, right? They do this, they do that and so on. But ultimately the right person will make you love yourself more. And if we're not looking for whether that is true or not, I think we're missing out on truly knowing if the relationship is real. So how do we know this? How do we answer this question? Well, uh, I came up with my own thing. I'm sure other people have a similar idea, but I call it the best friend test, the, the best friend question. And it's super simple, super obvious. There's nothing earth shattering about this. But all I do is I ask myself in the context of this relationship and with the objective of, of trying to know if it's real or forced, real or just comfortable, I ask myself, who do I want to call when I have good news? Who do, who do I want to call when I'm excited about something? Who do I want to call when I'm anxious, nervous, overwhelmed? You name it. That's the question. Who do I want to call? And at a glance, you might be like, well, Case, that, that's just a question about who can you turn to? Who's got your back? Who will listen to you? Who will be there for you? Um, and on the surface, yes, that's that 50%, but it's so much more. It's a very revealing question. It's a very revealing question because your reaction to that question will reveal to you more about how that person brings you to life rather than what they bring to the table, what you bring to life, how you bring yourself to life through your relationship with them, how that person enhances your relationship with you, how that person either encourages you to be real with yourself or watered down with yourself, whether they encourage you to love yourself or not, right? That's the question. Who do you want to call? Keyword want to. And I think that the answer to this question is so telling because it will reveal to you whether that person, the person in question, is bringing out the best in you or the worst in you. Are they enhancing your relationship with you or not? And I think the right person will, of course, right? No shocker there. The right person will lead you to know who you are will lead you to not ignore aspects of yourself, will lead you to not be ashamed of any part of you because their presence in your life enhances your relationship with you. Their presence through however they do it, they make you realize that you should love yourself, that you should appreciate yourself, your feelings, your quirks, everything. And if they do that effectively, then you'll want to call them because you know it's not those things are not detracting from who you are. They're not, you know, off brand. They're not tarnishing your image. They're not going to make anyone love you or appreciate you less because you love yourself. They make you love yourself more. Like, Ray, it's like if you're having an anxious day or a nervous day or a day on the opposite where you're super jazzed about that new coffee maker you bought or that delicious croissant you ate, <laughs> does that person inspire you to share it with the world? Or do you think it's, ah, it's weird. I shouldn't let anyone know. Or do you, you know, you keep it to yourself because you're too much, you're too extra, or you're too draining or whatever. That's the question. Does that person inspire you to be okay with how you feel, with sharing how you feel, with being excited about what excites you, with being anxious about what makes you anxious? Or do you think about them and you're like, ah, nah, I better keep that shit to myself because I'm being too much. I should keep quiet. I should be embarrassed about these things. Nah. Which is it? You know, I call it the best friend test because I think with a best friend, hopefully they they bring out the best in you. They encourage you to be real with yourself and the world around you. You know they not only have your back and will make time to listen, but the other 50%, their presence in your life makes you love yourself more. 
to the point where you're no longer hiding anything about you, whether with them or with anyone else, right? Hopefully you have a friend like that, but it's like their presence in your life, like they listen to you and they hear you and they understand you. That's the first 50%, but there's that second 50%. Their presence in your life makes you realize that sharing how you feel, being true to yourself, it doesn't make you anything weak, extra, off-brand, whatever. Their presence in your life encourages you to do those things. You're proud of how you feel. You're proud of what excites you, what drives you, and so on. 50% what they add to your life, 50% what they bring out of you. So that's the question. <laughs> Who do you want to call? Ghostbusters or, or them? That's the question. Like a gut reaction to that question, I think it'll tell you a lot. You know, it's definitely not like a one and done question and we're like, well, that it's real or it's not real. But in the moment, in your life's moments, who do you want to call? When you feel super excited about something that happened at work, when you're excited to cook that new recipe, who do you want to call? Are you inspired by that person to love yourself and your quirks and your eccentricities, the things that speak to you? And when you're feeling the opposite, down, drained, anxious, who do you want to call? Are you inspired by their presence to embrace those feelings and not see them as character flaws? Do, you, do they make you want to look those things in the face and just embrace them? That's the question. And it's a simple question, who do you want to call? But I've turned to it time and time again in my life. And again, it's, it's less about whether that person will pick up the phone and listen, whether they'll be there for you. That's the bare minimum. That's the 50% that any partner needs to bring to the table. They support you. In the same way you support them, they listen to you. They try their best to understand you. It's less about that and more about whether their presence in your life encourages you to be real with yourself, proud of yourself. Their presence in your life should make you love yourself more. They should encourage you to not hide anything about yourself, to not think you're anything less because of a certain character trait. Like I've turned to this a lot. I look back at my call it mid-20s, and I can think of several women that I dated, and in the midst of whatever was going on, I would ask myself this question. Like, I would be jazzed about doing a podcast, for instance, or jazzed about doing an interview, jazzed about doing a, a cool Instagram post. You know, I, I post it, and I'd be like, man, who, who do I want to call? And I remember several instances where I'd be like, Ugh, not her, because that's lame. That would make me look silly to her. I'm a grown-ass man writing quotes on cups, like calm that shit down, Case, <laughs> right? Or other instances in my career, being stressed to the max, trying to make it as an entrepreneur, feeling overwhelmed and imposter syndrome and all those things. Should I call her? I need to talk to someone. Should I call her? Nah, nah, Case, you need to suck it up. You're not doing it right. Why would you want to share your L's? Nah. And I look back and I'm glad I asked myself that question because my gut reaction told me a lot about how that person affected my relationship with me. Sure, they would have picked up the phone and listened, but intuitively, I didn't feel that their presence in my life improved my relationship with me. They didn't have that impact where I was like, yeah, I'm writing quotes. I'm going to share it. Yeah, I'm stressed out, but that's fine. That's part of being an entrepreneur. There's nothing wrong with me and I have nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing off-brand. There's nothing that's going to tarnish myself. I'm proud of these things. I'm living my life. But looking at our relationship, our past relationship, through that lens was really helpful. Those, those women were not bad people at all, but that's how I looked at whether the relationship was moving in a real direction or not. Whether I loved myself more as a result, 
whether I appreciated myself more as a result, whether I understood myself more as a result. And, you know, like now, for instance, I'm dating someone and she's great because I look at how she impacts my life, not only through what she brings to the table, that 50%, but also the other 50%. Does she make me love myself more? And yes, yes, she does. And that's the lens that I look at my relationships through. And I'd really encourage you to do the same. Who do I want to call? Not just to have someone to talk to, but who do I want to call because I want to celebrate who I am because their presence makes me love myself more? Or who do I want to call because I need to vent because their presence makes me proud of being real and vulnerable and there's nothing wrong with that? That's the question. And I think it's a really solid sign of whether a relationship is heading in a real direction or not. And it zoomed out. It's just a question of does their presence in my life make me love myself more? And I think for a relationship to be real, for a relationship to last, for the relationship that you deserve, I think the answer to that question has to be yes. And I think this question, who do I want to call, it'll help you lead you in a direction to know if that's true or not. So I'll end it right there. Hope this was helpful. If it was, I'd be grateful if you'd share it with a friend. And also if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it's a huge help if you take just one minute and leave a five-star rating and a one to two sentence review. That really does help the show grow. So thank you for that. But that is it. Thank you as always for listening. And thank you for supporting me by visiting newmindsetwhodis.com. And until next episode, I'm out. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.